0: Stefan and Shaylee Shafaitl are the co-founders of Success Training Co., the market leader in mind power coaching and mental toughness training. They are also the co-authors of Master Your Mind Power, a user manual for your mind and the ultimate guide to mental toughness. Their book recently ranked as the number two book to read during the lockdown by USA Today, and the number three book to read this summer by Forbes. They're here with us today to share some of the very mind power principles and strategies that have helped them to assist thousands of clients over the past 10 years. And on a personal note, I have trained with Steph and Shea. I consider them personal mentors of mine. They are role models of absolute excellence. And you guys are about to experience what their training is like. So this next hour is is not just an interview, but you're about to get some world-class training from Stefan Shay Shafaitl. You're listening to The Terry Holland Show, the podcast for high-performing entrepreneurs ready to take your life and your business to the next level. And if you want to get there faster, go to terryholland.ca. Welcome, Stefan Shay. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very excited to have you here and welcome to The Terry Holland Show. Thanks so much for thank having you. us. It's thank great you. to be here.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Very honored. Appreciate you having us.
0: Oh, thank you. So I, first of all, I'm very excited about your book. I've been reading it and, uh, and my paperback version comes tomorrow. So I can't wait to have it in my hands for yes. real. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank awesome. you so much. It's Master Your Mind Power and I, I, I'm loving it so far. Cool. So Love congratulations it. on that. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And I really, so I really want to um, to talk about sort of what's going on in the world sure. and how people can harness their mind power, which is what you two are, are, of course, the experts in. So this is perfect to have you on. So in these in these difficult times that we find ourselves in, yep. um, how how do you help people who feel like they just can't get a hold of their fear? And there's there's so much going on; they're overwhelmed with fear. How do you help those people?
1: My goodness, well. A lot of people have fears these days and I I think what's important first and foremost is to recognize what's the fear from, right? And a lot of people, they don't, they don't think about this. They just like lump all fear into fear and they don't really think about it and slow down the process to think, what is this fear actually from? And, you know, first and foremost, it's, you know, there's some news sources that are out there and news channels and circuits that are out there that, they they love utilizing fear for ratings. It is what it is. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I think it's important for an individual to ask himself first, is, is this my fear? Or is it something else or someone else's fear that I picked up on, I adopted, right. or I learned, right. or something. I think I so I think first and foremost, with this is what we're telling all of our clients and anyone out there, and including all the listeners here, is Recognize what's the fear from is, is it self or is it something external? And if it's something external, you might do like an audit of where am I spending my time? Yeah. Listen, we, we check out news, we check out social media, but you also have to figure out where are, what channels are you attuning yourself to? Mm-hmm. And is there a lot of fear there or not?
2: Right. Absolutely. And, and in doing that, you're able to know, is this. A valid fear, or is it an irrational fear that is, like Steph said, someone else is coming from somewhere else, and I'm tapping into that frequency. Yeah,
1: am I tap? I got to say this. Sorry, this is not politically correct, but I'm going to say it. Is it fear porn that I'm tapping into, mm. and and it's having a negative reaction and effect inside of me, or 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 is it my fear because? That's, I think that's first and foremost is to figure that out. And, and then after that, well, it's simple. If it's outside of me and it's from some social media channel, or maybe it's from some specific news channel, I'm not saying that all news is bad and fear-driven. I'm not saying that all social media is bad and, and fear-driven, but there are places or um, channels, so to speak, that of which are driven more in that way. Well, if, if you're getting this visceral feeling inside when you're spending time on a social media channel you know you're on your phone or somewhere or you're watching the tv or whatever and you don't feel good shut it off
2: yeah it's
0: like
2: it's it's, that's the first indicator if you don't feel good watching it or consuming it then turn it off
1: it's so funny um we've been coaching people thousands of people for the last 10 years and I can't tell you the amount of times people have said, when are you guys gonna come up with like a nutrition book? Cause you have so many ideas on nutrition and Mm -hmm. health and and this, that, and the other. And we're like, well, you know, that's not our shtick. We do know a lot and we give some pointed ideas and reference points and whatnot to our clients. Mm -hmm. But we said, if we were gonna write a book on nutrition, it'd be pretty simple. It would be made out of like a nice wood, you know, front cover and a wood back cover. And it had one sheet of papyrus in it, just one. (laughs) And it would say, eat it. And if you feel good while eating it or after eating it, keep eating it.
2: If you don't feel good, <laughs> stop eating stop it. Stop eating it. <laughs> great. Simple, that, right? Great.
1: That's like, that's the Stephen Shea guide to nutrition. Yeah. It's like each individual person gets to follow their own diet, which is eat what makes you feel good and gives you energy. Right. Great. Right. It's the same thing with what you're doing in terms of absorbing information from whatever channel it may be from whatever device you use right
2: i mean right now the data shows that and this has even changed since you know we worked together with you years ago that 40 million bits per second are coming at us 40 40 million. million so in what 2015 it was 11 million 11 million in 1991 it was 2 million so it's definitely increasing and we can only consciously process 40 bits out of the 40 million. So we always tell our clients and, you know, sharing it with your audience too, is that if you don't like the 40 bits that you're focused on, ah. change it. Mm-hmm. Yep, That's all you have to do is just, you're focused over here. You don't like it. Just change it.
1: You have the choice. Just like that. Yep. You don't like this 40 bits, change it. And so- I think it's the same thing is if there's something that's making you not feel good, maybe you're not feeling good about it for a reason and you should just shut it off. Mm. So, so that's, that's the external fear. And then the internal fear, it's okay, cool. I, this is mine. I have a fear. And what is this fear rooted in? Where did it come from? Who did I learn it from? It was my mom, my dad brother, sister, aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa, somebody, were they, uh, you know, irrationally always fearful? Or um, did I have a crazy event in my childhood? Because as Dr. Morris Massey said, a large part of who we are today is who we were when we were zero to seven. Mm-hmm. So, and we, we got this stuff from other people. So if it's something that's internal and it's not external related, then we ask ourselves, what do I want instead of this? I wanna be courageous, I wanna be strong. I want to be confident. So yeah, so yeah I think, I think it's about identifying the fear. Number one, mm-hmm. um, is it internal or external? And then, and then two, taking action and doing something different about it. If it's external, just shut those channels off internal, decide how you want to feel instead. And number three, be courageous, be confident.
0: Nice. I love that. Yep. So mental toughness, you two talk a lot about mental toughness and we hear that phrase a lot, but but what does that really mean? Can you explain that for us? Yeah, yeah, good question. We
2: we often get asked this a lot, you know, because people have a thinking that it it means to be rigid, right, mm-hmm. or, um, you know, just just like stone. Well, to us, mental toughness means really the ability to just have unwavering strength and emotional and mental resilience to get through anything no matter what's going on in life and your business, yep. in the world,
1: yep. Yep. in
2: the economy, the politics, right? A global pandemic, right? I mean, it's, it's really that ability to navigate and to get through the ups and downs and, and do it smoothly and easily and resiliently.
1: Yeah, it's like, here's an example. We have a client, he's a business owner on the East Coast uh, he owns his own uh, real estate firm. Um, it's a uh, Keller Williams Market Center. It's one of the most successful market centers for Keller Williams, big named agency, of course. Um, and one of the top performing ones in all of North America. And I remember asking him, he's, a, he's been a client of ours, uh, literally on and off for about 10 years. Yeah, yeah. And I asked him in March after everything started happening with coronavirus and COVID-19, I was like, hey, so how's your thinking? And he says, "Well, what they say is that the market is down by thirty percent right now. Yeah, the, the local market is down by thirty percent." Right. And he said, "And the way I look at it is, there's still seventy percent up for grabs. There's still seventy percent ripe for the taking." Yeah. And he says, "So what I'm going to do is dive away from the thirty percent that's down and dive into what's left over." And he says, "So that." that's what I'm up to. And, and immediately I remember, and I was like, that's mental toughness. That, that type yeah, of mindset right. is mental toughness to be able. It's like, we had another client, um, many, many years ago after the big housing crisis of 2008 and he was in real estate and mm-hmm. we said, how's business? And we we're like testing him and his mental toughness. How's business considering the economy? And he went, Steph, Shay. We've been working with each other for a while. I'm surprised you're asking me that question. I said, I'm testing you. And he went, oh, okay. He goes, and then he thinks for a moment. He goes, guys, I create my own economy. That's mental toughness. Yeah. That's mind power where, where literally when things should be challenging for you and everything's going against you, you still fight through it and succeed.
2: Yeah, and, and, and not just survive, whatever that is, but really thrive through it.
1: Yeah. Yeah so that's the key. Yeah we we believe that the individuals who have mental toughness and clarity are the most successful individual people in the world. We we also believe that in a time of crisis the individuals who they've got mind power mm-hmm. and mental toughness that they're most likely to succeed. And and by the way we've been saying this for a long time. This mm-hmm. year was the ultimate test of that. This it's philosophical true. belief we have that we know in our bones to be true. Like somebody could torture us and say, do you believe anything else? And I'm going to be like, no! no, mental toughness, you know? So no, seriously, um, we believe it in our bones. It's ingrained in our DNA. And it's funny. We've had people this year with all the uncertainties and the challenges and, and, and the chaos and the, you know, it's, it's crazy yeah. times. Yeah. Right. Um, And they're saying, you guys have been talking about mind power and mental toughness for so long and not now I'm getting it like this importance of being resilient inside. Like Shay said, Mm -hmm. it's, it's the difference that makes the difference in terms of succeeding through uncertain times. We don't have a one client right now that they're not crushing it in business. Nice. I mean, crushing it, growing amidst the crazy times yet. It's not easy. Yet it's possible. It just requires mental toughness and mind power.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so during these times, how would you advise say a CEO who has a lot of fear and concern and they're wrestling with making tough decisions for their company? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So uh, I, here's the interesting thing about that is right now we're working with not just CEOs of companies. We're also working with CEOs of the household. Right. Um and, yeah. and, what we're finding is it's really important to stay really resilient. Stay here here's here's something. One of our um mentors, Darren Hardy. I don't know if you've ever heard of Darren Hardy. Great books. Um uh one of our favorites is the entrepreneur roller coaster. Have you read that book? Not yet, no. Stellar book. After you're done with our book, it might be a good next read. Um <laughs> so, so he's, he's one of our mentors, and he was previously the publisher of Success Magazine. Mm -hmm. Right. And I remember him telling us this story. We're in, you know, a group training and he was telling the story about, you know, what does it take to survive through chaos? Well, he had a cool opportunity when he was publisher of Success Magazine. Anyone who is anyone or was someone, he's interviewed them, right? From Steve Jobs to Warren Buffett to Serena Williams to Tiger Woods, Woods, Elon Musk. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. He got it, he had an opportunity to ask him not only questions about success hacks and whatnot and keys to success, but he also would ask them, uh, the ones that were in business that had made it through multiple recessions or economic downturns, you know, what was required, what was required in order to succeed through those tough times. And, and this, this stuck with us for many, many, many years. And we share this all the time with clients. And in any interviews, we share it as well, because it's valuable information, super valuable information. Um, during challenging times that, by the way, hopefully anyone that's listening, this is how to survive through or watching, uh, how to survive through a recession, but not only how to survive through a recession, but how to thrive through the recession. Uh, and no, we're not going down the whole, you know, beaten path of when there's uh, this drives me nuts when I hear it, because there's an ecology problem I have internally about this. When there's blood on the streets, it's good time to make money. We've all heard that before. Mm -hmm. I look at that like, oh, you're you're making money and winning, and while others are losing. Yeah, we have a philosophical mm-hmm. problem with that. Um, this is this is about a internal empowerment, which is super 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 important. Which so there's three things. Number one, you have to protect your mental faculty and feed your mental faculty. By the way, this is what everyone said that we're multimillionaires or billionaires. Uh, that on how they got through recessions or pulled out a recession or made it through Mm -hmm. recessions. Now you remember the late Jim Rohn, right? Yep. One of my favorite quotes from Jim Rohn is you have to stand guard at the gate of your mind. You have to stand guard at the gate of your mind. We put that quote in the book and we think it's so important because the, the reality is there's a lot of gobbledygook and garbage that's out there. And, and if we're attuned to that, like we were talking about earlier, then you become that.
2: Yeah. You feel like that. You so, feel like garbage. So
1: protect your mind from garbage, it's you know, it's
2: like garbage in garbage out.
1: Right. Gigo. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so that's number one, but also feed your mind. All of the uh, individuals, the entrepreneurs, executives, multimillionaires, billionaires that were interviewed, They all said that when a recession was happening or any sort of a global crisis, they were actually investing more in their mind, right? Which is why everyone that's listening, you know, that has an opportunity and hasn't trained with Terry needs to go to your training. Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) You're good. And if they haven't taken the training, they need to take your training and buy our book. Do both. <laughs> um, but so no, seriously. It'll get you where you want to be. It, it will. So the multimillionaires and billionaires, they literally, when times are tough, they start investing more in their mind. So that's right. number one is mental faculty. Protective, it, feed it, protective, it, feed it, protect it, feed it. Number two is focus on your vision, the goals that you have. We call them in the book big effing goals, B-E-Gs, <laughs> eggs for short, right? Um, you know, modeled after the, the, the great Jim Collins and his mindset of B-hags, right? Um, yeah. Which is the big, big hairy, hairy, audacious goals. Yeah. We like yeah. things in three, so we simplified and called them BEGs. <laughs> yeah. And we like the sound of big effing goals. Anyway. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's good. <laughs> so
1: um, so now you've got your big effing goals. You've got your long-term vision. We're talking about one, five, 10-year vision, all the way up to 25 years from now, all the way out to your obituary, right? Mm-hmm. You focus on all of the things you want to have happen almost with blinders on during the recession and let it pull you through to it. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean having your head in the sand. It right. just, it ju- it, you should be aware. Yep. Yet at the same time, paradoxically hyper vigilant in your focus, mm-hmm. intensely and intently focused on your vision and everything else kind of disappears and you know, the noise quiets down. Yeah. Right. right. Um, number three is when everybody is zigging you zag we've all heard about pivoting mm-hmm. that's how they explained it. Is essentially was that they were doing something different they would literally zag when everyone else was zigging. that means doing something different that means what we like to say is when there's a fire like a global pandemic um you know or a recession most people are running away from the fire you need to run into the fire I don't mean literally into a fire. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean by that? Like,
2: metaphorically. Speaking. Metaphorically,
1: like go, go into it. Like be a firefighter. Yeah. Be the firefighter. And you know, it's like when, when everything hit with uh, COVID-19, we were like, let's get to work. We were not that we weren't harder. But.
2: We put more energy into our work. We put more time. We put the the pedal to the metal even more so. And that's, the time frame when we were writing our book originally, we were going to launch it
1: August, later. maybe August. Yeah. If we're lucky. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, you know, we were kind of just fitting it around things here and there. And then when everything COVID happened, we went, okay, we gotta work on this now. We gotta get this out now because the world needs it. So we didn't sacrifice any quality of the book or take away from our clients, it just meant, We put in more hours before and hired more people and after and got to work. We had multiple, multiple
1: proofreaders going through it and, and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, that, that, that was us running into the fires.
2: Yeah. And we broke through our own limitations of what we thought was possible in a day and, you know, got through our own running parachutes, which we talk about in the book, um, so, yeah, running into the fire.
1: Yeah, I had to we needed to run into the fire. It was a 10-year um project from a research standpoint, our book, and then a year full-on content creation, f- about 5 months yeah. of like fingers to keys. A lot of hard work and and we were like, okay, let's get it out. So that was our way of zagging. It was like, okay, good. We launched a free online training quickly, you know. Wrote it, filmed it. Um Produced it, published it, like as quick, like probably within a month, like a whole bunch of things. So that that's the three things. So mental faculty, protect it, feed it, protect it, feed it, protect it, Mm -hmm. feed it. Um, number two, focused on your big effing goals, your visions, yeah, the long-term goals, like almost with blinders on. Number three, when everyone's zigging you zag. These are the three things that not only will cause an individual to survive through a global pandemic or or an economic recession, it'll cause an individual to thrive because they're the fighters. Mm -hmm. I have have a question for you, Terry. Um, You're familiar with the three psychological, reptilian brain, um, Mm -hmm. unconscious processes, fight, flight, freeze, right? Have you noticed a great divide happening between the fighters and those that are freezing and fleeing? Have you noticed that?
0: Yes, huge, yeah.
1: What percentage do you think you've seen in individuals that are the fighters? And I don't mean fighting other people. I mean, fighting for their own survival. Yeah. What have, what have you seen?
0: Um, I would say it's less. Yeah. Like considerably less. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would agree. Yeah. I think that a lot of people are slipping into this paralysis.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I'm just going to wait. To and- see what happens. Until all of this clears up. Yeah. And the storm moves on. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to act. That concerns the heck out of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time big time um and then you've got the individuals that are like literally retreating big time like just scaling back scaling back scaling back and i can't tell which one i'm more concerned about but right i know that the i know i mean you have one of the top podcasts in in canada and probably north america um you've got a lot of listeners and probably the people that are listening to this they have this poss- they have this potential and the possibility yeah. to do great things and You know, we would recommend to everybody that's listening in or watching in, uh, if they're seeing the video version, be the fighter, like Mm -hmm. find something inside to fight for. I'm not talking about fighting other people. I'm talking about something to fight for. Yeah.
2: In, in your life, what is it? You know, for some people it might be their family. For some people it might be, you know, their, uh, if they own a business, it's their employees, their company, their, uh, their staff, their clients. Or, you know, is it your friends, your network? You know, it's there's everybody has something that's worth fighting for in life. And, and if it's none of those, then it's just yourself. Right. Your Yourself is worth fighting for. For
1: Rufus. <laughs> fighting for Rufus.
2: For Rufus.
1: We're, we're fighting for the bear. Right,
2: yes. <laughs> Our furry four legged kid for sure. <laughs> um, you know, it's. It's. Uh, going, switching over to talk about the CEOs of the household for a moment, because we were talking about CEOs of business and also, you know, for any parents out there listening, you know, it really, when, when you have kids, they are constantly watching, you know, and they're picking up on our unconscious behaviors and actions. And so if you are getting mentally tough then your little ones are going to get mentally tough. And if you improve your mindset and your mind power, then you're not just doing it for yourself. You're also doing it for those who admire you and are watching you.
1: And if you're freaking out, well, the little ones are going to think that that's a normal behavior whenever challenges happen. Right. Fast forward 30 years and there's someone that's always high stress, high anxiety.
2: Freaking out about everything. And so- that that was also part of our inspiration writing the book was to give you know yes we work with a lot of entrepreneurs and executives yet we know equally that the the household you know when they improve in work in business they improve in their in their household in their life and their families and so yeah. um when they're improving their mental faculty that will you know domino effect into their partnership and their children and whatnot. And so that was a big inspiration for us too, as to how can we make this something that will have a great impact on not just the individual, but ripple effect out to, you know, their, their family, their network, their community as well.
1: Um, Terry, have you, you've read through chapter one, I assume. Yep. Did you, um, did you go through the four switches of passion? And then that leads into the passion mantra. Did you get a chance to do that yet?
0: I did. I haven't completed that part. Okay. okay. We got a little stuck not, on it. are not creating no. you. I was just curious. Okay. I was like, oh no, no oh, no.
1: Wasn't required. <laughs> no. No, we're just curious because that, that section of that book, it's, I don't, we don't know how to explain how already there in chapter one is the keys to each individual's kingdom. Mm. When, they, when they get clear on their three Ps, their principles, their passion, and their purpose, things will start to flow. And it will even flow during a global pandemic. We know so because our own experiences, more importantly, our clients' experiences, they're experiencing all their climactic scenes in their movies. Right. And it's because they get their three Ps. Uh, you know, so principles are like values. Passion, mm-hmm. by the way, we don't talk about passion as an emotion. Some people do. We talk about it less as an emotion, more like a driver, like yeah. a motivator. Like
2: what, what ignites the the fire within.
1: That cauldron Mm -hmm. within you. And then of course your purpose, which is dynamic. It's living, it's breathing, it's shifting. It's changing. Um, Yeah. But when you have those three things in alignment, you get through anything. I mean, uh, there were some days where some information we were finding out, you know, through the airwaves uh, about things going on in the world and this side or the other. We're like,
2: it's heavy. Wow. It's heavy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This is really, really, really heavy. And you know, I I remember I would recite my passion mantra to myself and I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm, you know, the switches, you know, we talk a lot about that in the book, um, which is it doesn't require just one uh, type of switch, which most people know as being like the find your why. That's important mm-hmm. for purpose, but not necessarily for passion unless it is for the individual. But once an individual gets what switches on passion within them, the one, maybe two things, they can actually activate that on a daily basis and that will get you through a pandemic. That'll get you through a global crisis.
2: Yeah. It'll literally, if somebody's down, it will help them to ignite that fire within and give them that drive and you know, first you got to know what that is. And then when you utilize it and tap into it regularly, I mean, we, we task our clients to post it all over, you know, in their office, on their computer, put it on their bathroom mirror, in their car, you know, just all over the house so that they're constantly seeing it and being reminded of, okay, yes, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing and tap into that passion.
1: Yeah. Um, you've been in the development world for a while. We've been in the development world for a while. We started looking around realizing that there's, um, and I'm not saying it's nefarious, but I think it's reckless, views to things that have to do with passion. Two things that we saw. One, one was, uh, I think people misconstrued and got confused around the find your why movement, which we 100% agree with. I think everyone needs to find their why. But that's your purpose. That's, yeah. that's more your purpose. It doesn't have to be your passion. Um, working with thousands of clients, we've had so many clients that when we talked to them about their passion, why didn't connect for them? Mm-hmm. right and so you've got individuals out there going i'm supposed to have a big why for my passion and it doesn't compute for them so then the passion doesn't ignite within them um here's the other one one of our favorites you know some big gurus out there that will remain nameless that'll bring people up on the stage and say are you hundred <laughs> percent passionate about what you do
2: and if they say no
1: they say pick up the phone and call your boss right now and quit you've, you've seen this before or heard about this uh, before, right yeah now, yeah. we, we, we've seen that fail more people than it helped them, and they were flat on their face, broke, and next thing you know, they're, they're jobless and struggling, yeah. right? Um, it's, the reality is, is we don't have to be 100% passionate about what we do, right? Um, it's funny. So um, Oprah Winfrey was interviewed, and when, when asked if she enjoyed everything about what she did, she was like, 95% of what I do, I can't stand. Yeah
0: yeah she was,
1: she was like she goes but i'm doing it for other people i'm doing it for her she is a who and a and a why person she was like i'm doing it to help the planet like that that was like a you know a driver for but what wasn't like it wasn't a big driver for her. um so only,
2: yeah only five percent of what she did was she actually she actually, enjoyed. actually passionate
1: about so can you imagine if oprah would have quit based on what like are you kidding me like so so, what people are the type of people where they're like they love everything about what they do? We had we had a client um, who is a car dealer owner, luxury car dealership owner. He loves every single aspect of it. I mean, to the point, like yep. cleaning the cars, to doing the financing paperwork, to buying cars, to sell them, to working,
2: communicating with, with the client, loves all and, of it.
1: Yeah, all of it. He's a what switch person. Why switch person is like that individual that. They they are doing it for a greater cause, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't have to be you. But if it is, it's fine. Um, Then there's the how person. They do it with precision. They want to be excellent.
2: They want to be the best in their trade and better than anyone else.
1: It's like our past uh, landscaper when we used (laughs) to live in Las Vegas who would turn a bush into a globe.
2: You know, just like a perfect sphere. Ah. Yeah.
1: And that shaggy bush over there that just looked like crazy, he'd turn it into a perfect like rectangular cube. Like that's that's a how person, right? Mm. Precision, excellence, they want to be the best. And then who people is you get up out of bed in the morning and you you do it for someone else. Yeah.
2: Your right? your team, your clients, your customers, your family, that's all who, who you do it for.
1: And the good news is you don't need multiple switches, you just need one
2: to really ignite that passion
1: right. cauldron within that's quote unquote yeah. from um darren hardy yeah you don't need all switches you just need one and and that's been a game changer for a lot of our clients when they realize oh crap okay i i can find out which of those is me and then almost like a switch just turn you know? it on yeah and boom it turns them on yeah. so i don't i didn't know if you had gotten through that section of the book yet did you did you Come to an idea of what is probably your main switch.
0: Yeah, I think I think I'm more how.
1: I'm not switch. surprised. No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no,
0: just because it it shows in the work you do it shows in the work
1: you do
2: that you. you're you know it's all about the the process and and being the best at what you do and it's very how centric. We're we're both your
1: we're how, how who, who intertwined. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm yeah. predominantly how with little who she's predominantly who with a little how. Um, but yeah, no, I, it takes one to know one. Right. But then on top <laughs> of it, I mean, you, you look at your engagement with all of your listeners, also with your clients and with your students, it's polished, it's professional. Yep. And that's, that's a telltale sign usually of a how person. Um, by the way, congratulations on being one of the top NLP coaches.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was that
1: was, a, that was an awesome feature. So congratulations. Yeah. Not surprised by the way.
0: And that that shows how.
1: That shows how.
0: Totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had amazing trainers. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> must must have been this one. <laughs> Hey, we've learned, we've learned as much, if not more from our students. So we appreciate you, but no, I'm not surprised that you're how. Yeah. um, Because I know precision and excellence has always been important to you.
0: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: called called congruency. Yeah. (laughs) So no. And then what's fun about that is you figure out the switch, you write a mantra, which that's, that's kind of our thing that we did to pick up where Darren left off with it. Is developing that mantra, yeah. putting it on sticky notes all over the place, and it's like you got to do a mundane task. It's like for me, I don't care going through emails; it's not my yeah, thing. Yeah, me neither. Just not my thing. But it's important in business, right? Yeah. So I look at my post-it note, and you know, and it says, "I am doing this to be the best at what I do, and for my family, and for my teammates, and also for my clients and students."
2: So I just got chills,
1: by the way. Instantly, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm doing this email to be the best. You know what? I'm going to be the best writer of this email that exists. (laughs) I'm going to write this email because I know it's going to create a domino effect for my, my teammates in our company to my family and our clients. So, it, it gives you a new drive it toward does. what you do It
2: completely changes the perspective and then it just ignites that within you and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm gonna do this email <laughs> you get excited about it yes. it that has not only helped us but our clients just get through this time period yep. and and really no matter what all the noise is going on around, they're able to just kind of bring it bring it in rein in their focus and get ignited uh their passion ignite their passion within and then they're going off and doing what they're doing and they're 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 thriving
1: off they go so i know tangent by the way so sorry sorry (laughs) about that but no
0: i love it
1: we got such valuable information right now especially amidst these times to if you got the fire going you can get through anything
0: yeah absolutely it's true can you can you mention your clients can you give us some examples of how mental toughness has helped your clients?
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One, yeah. one comes to mind, um, for me that, that I've been working with individually. Sometimes we'll do that in our schedule and, you know, take one-on-one clients. Sometimes we work two on one. Um, so this, um, particular woman, she ha- was having a lot of fears and, um, was very stressed and anxious. And this was even, this was pre COVID. So this was last year. And she was at, you know, if we take a scale from zero to 10, zero being no anxiety, 10 being high anxiety, yep. um, stress, you know, what we'll kind of group anxiety, stress, fear altogether. She was at a level nine wow. and, you know, I said, where well, would you yep. like to be? And she goes, I'd like to be at zero if possible. Like uh, actually she said, I take that back she said she would like to be this was her thinking at the time she goes i'd like to be like like a one or a two is that possible and i was like i think it's possible do you think it's possible and she goes
1: yeah it was later she wanted it to be at a zero yeah, because she didn't think zero is possible she at didn't first.
2: and and so we started with there you know and um i said yeah absolutely i think that's possible do you and she goes well yeah i think so that's why i'm here and i was like perfect so over you know over the course of our working together and taking a lot of the concepts that we now have in the book, we were able to get her from that nine down to a two. And then, you know, shortly thereafter, a one. Yep. And, and, you know, today she's now at a zero, Um. yet she's taken everything and implemented it day by day. And she's had to change, you know, her behaviors and certain things and um her thinking that she was doing before that was tapping her into that fear and you know a lot of that had to do with where her focus was mm-hmm. and so we changed that and so she was already gaining massive results before COVID happened and then here we are today still working with her because we were with uh, with her for a 12-month contract and she's you know i check in all the time and i say you know where would you have been <laughs> last year before coaching you know right now during and yeah. she goes up oh i I'd have been i me- I don't even know if I'd be here. Like I've been such a mess. <laughs> oh. She's got two kids, and
1: I remember she was like, I'll, "I'd be." Um, you you told me afterwards, yeah. was like I would have been such a mess, probably a basket case, like yeah, a total wreck.
2: Yeah, and uh-huh. and so she, you know, really, really stepped it up, got it together, and and she's like, she goes, "I can't imagine where I would be right now." You know, she so um, so it's possible, you know, to 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 get there. It's it is possible to rein in the thinking, the, our feelings, our behaviors, and to get in control of it. You know, she was somebody who felt like everything was out of control Mm -hmm. and that she was at the effect of everything going on. And now she's somebody who believes I'm in control and she catches herself, you know, when, when things happen and, and, you know, let's face it, this whole time period hasn't been easy. She's, she's still, at, you know, at worst, a one to a two on, on her stress level. So, um, that's been really, really good to see somebody mm-hmm. kind of, you know, where they were before and then mm-hmm. now where they are after COVID and they're actually better than when they started
0: before. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Can you offer some, some tips for routine? Cause I know that you know, one of the things that's helped me get through this is having a really solid routine every day. And I know that 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 helps people. So do you have some tips that you would recommend for getting, getting back into a daily routine?
1: Yeah, I think, um, first and foremost is I think everybody should have a morning routine of some sort. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, really important. There's, um, you know, only two times of the day that you have total control over a hundred percent control over right when you wake up.
2: And right before you go to bed.
1: Yep, and and so everything else in between is like just a just a smorgasbord, right? Just it's just a mixed salad. I mean, it's <laughs> unse- you know you, you you never know what you're gonna get. Even whenever you are hyper planned, planned, prepared, scheduled, and- prepared, or whatever, things still happen, mm-hmm. right? But right when you wake up, you have control over. It. Right before you go to bed, you can control that as well so we we always recommend um, you know having a good morning routine. The morning routine that we do is is a three by three method. Um, it's uh, adapted from what you know success guru and motivational guru Tony Robbins does, um, which is a nice priming of the mind, which um it's broken down into three parts: um, breathing, gratitude, and goals right so So you know breathing, we do um, a very uh forceful uplifting, energetic nose breath known as the skull breath, right. From the far East where, you know, you're breathing in through your nose and out through your nose, but quite forcefully. Right. So we go down like this, so it's if, if you're, if you're sitting, we do this right. When we wake up, we wake up and we will, you know, grab whatever we're drinking that day. Um, you know, whoever, if you're drinking a tea, coffee, your juice, your water, whatever, yeah. we always start the day and, and drink a whole bunch of water. And then, um, depending if it's weekend or mid or, uh, if it's uh in the midweek or if it's in the weekend is whether we'll do coffee or whether we'll do some sort of like a vitamin drink that we do so during the week we do a vitamin drink um weekend we do coffee so um the breath the skull breath and i'm gonna have to explain it for the individuals that are listening for the ones that aren't gonna be able to see the video you you like reach up your your arms like up in the air like way way up like this and then you that's whenever you're breathing in and then whenever you're hi rufus is that rufus (laughs) That is Rufus. <laughs> Rufus feels some energy brewing in here. He's like, I want in. I want in. Totally. Totally. So you're closing your eyes and you breathe in through your nose as you reach up. And then you breathe out through your nose. And then and it's almost like you're pulling energy down.
2: Yeah. So it's like you have your your hands extended upward and palms open, and then you pull down. So it's like you're grabbing energy from the sun. If you imagine the sun up above you and then you're pulling it down into your body.
1: But you do in through the nose, out through the nose, forcefully over and over again. Um, We do three sets of 30, right? So it's like 30 times. And I'm already warm, by the way. I just just did like 10 of them. Definitely. It'll warm you up fast. (laughs) It'll also, um, it'll wake up your mind. Mm Mm-hmm wake up your mind, when you're going in through the nose and out through the nose, the science behind it is you're producing nitric oxide, which dumps into the bloodstream, which will wake up your mind, right? And then a whole bunch of other benefits of that as well. So we do three sets of that sort of breathing, um, and which feels really good. That felt good, by the way. Um, and so uh, have you ever done that sort of breath before?
0: no not that kind I to are try you it.
1: kidding me
2: oh it's nice yeah. Try, yeah. It right yeah. Yeah. try it
1: right now yeah try it now now come on we'll do it with you yeah. so okay cool in through the okay. nose as you reach up as high as you can and then out through the nose and then go down yeah yep. but then you do it in sequence over and over again so let's do it together at your own pace that you can do are you feeling warmer
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Right? It's
0: amazing.
1: Talk about a natural boost of metabolism. It right? is. Yeah. it
2: is. So, so you do that 30 times.
1: And you might need to ease into wow. it. We, we do three sets of 30. Maybe in the beginning, it's 10 to 15. Listen to your body. Don't go too fast. Not too slow. Find a speed that's good yeah. for you. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's uh, known as the skull breath. Um, very Ooh. powerful breathing technique that will literally in the morning, boom, wake you up. And uh, so, so we start with that, get you nice and centered, and then after that, we you put do our, that.
0: You do
2: that three times. Three
1: times. So three so sets. Three sets of thirty with fifteen to thirty <laughs> seconds rest in between.
2: Yeah. After you do it, you know, thirty times, then <clears throat> excuse me, you can you kind of settle for a second and just feel your body.
1: Do a systems check. Mm-hmm. Make sure it all's good. Like take an elevator from your mind down to your toes and back up. Right. Making sure every organ's good. Right. Everything's good and healthy and well. Um, And so we'll, we do that between each of the three sets. The second part is gratitude. We all know it's impossible. Well, maybe not everyone knows this, but it is impossible to hold a negative state in consciousness while you're in gratitude. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And the science behind it too, it puts all of the positive chemicals and hormones into our bloodstream. Mm -hmm. It makes it almost impossible, virtually impossible to be in a negative state. And a lot of people don't know that when a lot of the, uh, did you know a lot of the astronauts that went to the moon and back, whether they set foot on the moon or not, they, were in, de- they experienced depression when they came back to Earth. Oh, I didn't know that. One of the ways that the mental health experts got them, because think about it, huge goal. I want to go to the moon. They go to the moon, they're back <laughs> on Earth, and they're like.
2: Nothing compares. What's next? Right. Right.
1: Right. Um, they got them back and got them to focus on the little things they could be grateful for like the wind on earth, mm-hmm. the mountains on earth, the sun, the sun from earth,
2: Yeah, a blade of grass,
1: on literally earth. the smell of the forest or the smell of freshly cut grass. And that's what popped them up out of depression chemically. So wow. there's no doubt that gratitude is very powerful. Mm-hmm. So what we do is put our hands over our heart. You're the NLP expert. You know what that does? It creates an anchor on the chest, right? Yep. Um, and that you put your hands over your heart and it also feels good to have chakra, heart chakra energy. Um, so you put your hands over your heart and really bathe in something you're grateful for.
2: For about 30 seconds, 30 to 60 seconds. And, you know, really go back to that moment, see what you saw, hear what you heard, feel what you felt as if you were there and just feel all the gratitude. And so you do that. You do three gratitudes. So that takes anywhere, you know, a couple minutes, maybe if you do it for
1: no uh, more than three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we call it the three by three method. It shouldn't take more than nine minutes. Total. Yeah. I mean, if you don't thing. have nine minutes in the morning, seriously, get alive. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on. For real. Yeah. So so that's part two is uh, focusing on gratitude. gratitude. Three things really bathe in it. If it's in the past, bathe in it like you're there now. Yeah. If it's in the present, visualize it in front of you or see it in front of you. Yep. And um Bathe in the gratitude. Three, as you said, three big effing goals, but it could even be a mini goal, which we talk about in our book. The mini goals are what lead up to big effing goals. So it could be a goal for the day, for the week, the month, yeah. the year, the decade, whatever.
2: We, we do a goal every single day of you know, how each of our client
1: sessions are going to go. I did a goal uh, this morning that we were going to have a great interview today, exactly exactly
2: right? <laughs> cool, good yes. so it's like whatever's going on in the day we do one for that and then maybe we do one for the week and then I'm warm maybe too <laughs> are you warm are you warm <laughs> it's good um and then maybe one for the month I mean that that part's fluid and flexible it's really whatever yeah. you know you desire and what you've got going on um or they could be three goals for that day if you've got a really important day going on
1: today all three of my goals had to do it today had yep. a really important coaching session this morning where we had to get into some deep, deep, deep stuff. So I did a goal on that, goal on this. Um, and then we've got um, some important uh, meetings coming up this afternoon yep. with our marketing team and also our automation team. So uh, for me, all three goals today were of today. So,
2: and, and with the goals, you just really, you know, see them, feel them, hear them, everything happening 100% exactly how you want it to be and
1: any listeners that want any guidance on that they can obviously pick up some tips in our book um Mm -hmm. and attend terry's next training because she's the master (laughs) of of visualization (laughs) you've got some great tips for them on that part but that's our three by three method in the morning there is not a morning where we don't do that and the reality is it doesn't have to take nine minutes if i'm on if i'm really in a rush we got to catch a flight you know we haven't done that in a while but um we did in february and we had to wake up like four o'clock in the morning I went through it a little more expeditiously, I got it done in like three or four minutes. That's not what I like to do, because that's kind of like ticking to, the box. But if you have to, it still works. It still wakes up the mind. Yep.
2: And it still works. And yet there's some days where <clears> if I've got, you know, more time, then I might extend it out yep. a little bit. You know, maybe I spend a little extra time in the gratitudes or with the goal setting, but still, you know, 15 minutes is plenty.
1: Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'd yeah. say nine minutes is an average. You could do it as short as three to four and, yeah. and 15 minutes. If you have time, yeah, you can bathe and stuff a little bit yeah. more. So that's how we start our day. And it's kind of like this. Have you ever painted a wall? I'm sure you have. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had to paint it and you had to put like a prime coating on it? So It was first? like a
2: bright color and you were going to like a more muted color. Sure.
1: Or, or maybe it was like a dark color and you wanted to go to a lighter yeah. color. You're like, you like, you've got to prime it. Yeah. Um, same thing if you want to like use a weed whacker or a lawnmower. You gotta. Right. There's that little squishy thing, you know. <laughs> you
2: gotta prime it. It
1: primes it with some fuel, right? You gotta prime it. Yeah. We need to be primed as well, and the best way to do that is right when we wake up. Don't look at the phones. Stay away from the phones. Mm-hmm. Grab your morning beverage after drinking a bunch of water, and and then literally go to a little quiet spot and do the morning routine.
2: Yeah. I mean, even, you know, we have a lot of parents, a lot of busy professionals that are parents that we work with and, you know, we say, Hey, we know you have kids. We know that when they get up, it's all focused on them. So, you know, is it possible for you to get up 15 minutes earlier before the kids? And they say, yeah, I can do that. Okay, great. Do that. Go find your quiet corner of the house and go do your morning routine. And they do it and they're like, wow, this is the most amazing. Seriously. It's, it. It's, it seems so simple and it is
0: yet. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful. Very, very, very powerful. Do
1: you have a morning routine?
0: I do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But now I'm going to add this. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Cool. Let us know how you like it. Let us know how you like it. We will for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, My morning routine is usually longer, but I I like this. I like how short it is. So so there's no reason to not do it. Exactly. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. And there is more detail, if you like more
2: details, um, for you or any of your listeners in the book, um, it's in, it's in Since the, part three, part three, yep. um, which is all about habits, habits. habits. Yep. So it, it gives, um, more details about, um, your morning routine. And just as we explained, but if, you know, somebody wants to read through it, it's there step-by-step.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You'll have to let us know how it goes. Yeah, definitely. You say, if somebody's doing something and it's working, don't replace Add to knowing that this is just a small little add. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, if we have time, we go through that. And then that's when we get into our meditation and prayer. Right? And mm-hmm. that that can take a little bit longer, but this is how we start it. And then depending on time, we do everything else and it kind of cakes on top of it. And then our some, exercise yeah. is
2: added on. So, you know, it's like we build, we have about a 60 minute window and we do all these things, but the, the morning routine for mental toughness, what we just did, the breathing, uh, the gratitude and the goals is absolutely what we start with every day.
1: and to close the loop about the two times we have most control over our, our days, which yeah. is when we wake up and right before we go to bed, um, in the book, because I know we're tight on time, in the book, we talk all about what is our evening routine. So yeah. we have our morning routine dialed, our evening routine dialed, and then the middle, like we said, is you know it's a mix match Mis- mismatch mix match, mismatch which one is <laughs>
2: A mix. A mix. A mix.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a a smishmash. Yeah, yeah, there you a go. A yeah. <laughs> So, um, but that's super important to, to prime your day and then wind down your day the same way every single day. Routine is key. Yeah. And we find a lot of individuals sometimes have too complex
2: routines of a morning routine
1: that they end up doing three to five times a week. Right. It's better to be daily consistent, cons- have daily consistency than doing it spotty like that. Yeah. It's just better for Great. the mind. Yeah, So
0: absolutely. So where do they get the book?
1: Cool, yeah. Um, yeah, so so you can go to MasterYourMindPower.com, right? It It is available on Amazon. What we'll tell you is the benefit of getting it on MasterYourMindPower.com is you immediately get emailed a digital PDF like you did. Yeah. Um, and so you get a digital PDF that you can immediately start reading um there are believe it or not still some delays via amazon we print with amazon um you know they've uh put a lot of things kind of as secondary come you know uh, to what was it medical, medical supplies, supplies household goods cleaning
2: supplies, cleaning supplies things like that yeah. are
1: f- up front and center yeah. um so there's been some delays uh, with the book. but if you buy it you'll get The PDF, probably in about five minutes or less, if it even takes that long. Yeah. And then you get, uh, the book will come to you depending on where you are. I'm sure with Canada, there's a little bit of a delay.
0: A little Uh, little
1: bit of delay, but it'll come within a couple of weeks, and you'll still get your PDF that you can read ahead of time, and then you'll have both. So uh, yeah, we would recommend MasterYourMindPower.com so that you can get both. Also, um, pricing on the book includes shipping, as you noticed, um, and it includes taxes, so Uh, that doesn't even matter if uh, you're in Canada, eh? um, a. <laughs> you, you, seriously, you, yeah. you you don't have to worry about extra, you know, price shipping for shipping or, or taxes. taxes. That's on yeah. us. We've got that yeah. all covered. Yeah. So that's what okay. we recommend.
0: Excellent. So I'm going to share that link in the show notes so everyone can find it nice and easily and all of your other links of how people can connect with you and, and experience more of what you're doing. I personally love all your videos. I look forward to your videos every Monday. That's one of my favorite things. Thank Sweet. you. Sweet. I'll share all of those below and any final words before we close up.
1: Oh man. Um well, I the good news is is that everybody has mind power within them. It's true. Everybody. Um everybody is born with the potential of mind power. Yep. The question is are you using it? The question is have you found it? And if you have found it, are you really using it and harnessing it? To create everything that you want in your life. And that, that's the thing. So our, our goal when we wrote this book was to help each individual that's reading the book to wake up to something that's already within them. Mm-hmm. Cause we know it's within each individual yeah, person. It's, it's,
2: it's innate. It's there. People are born with it. It's just whether or not they're accessing it. If they're not, <clears throat> they can do it. They can just, you know, ignite it and turn it on. and, and, we give how to do that in the book?
1: Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's got three major parts, uh, and it's about your foundation, it's about your mental toughness, and it's about your habits. And bringing all these three things together uh, and where those converge is what equals mind power within an individual once they've mastered each one of the parts and each respective, I would say, part of the book uh, coincides with what we call the three pillars of mind power. And, um, the three pillars of mind power, of course, coincides with the three parts of the book, which coincides with four chapters within each part with a total of 12 chapters. So, um, hopefully you can attest, is it a fun and gripping read? I would hope our goal is a lot of stories in there that kind of kept you in, in interest.
0: I love the stories. Yeah. I love the stories that you share. And also I love that it's, you give actionable steps people can take. So it's not just a bunch of theory. They can apply it and they can apply it right away.
1: Thanks for the feedback. Yeah, that's that was cool. our goal. That was
0: our goal. So good.
2: Good. Yeah. We accomplished that. <laughs> thanks. So
1: much. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. Yes. And, thank and you. And for your support. And um, yeah, we're super, super excited. We're, we have a huge goal. We have a goal to sell a million copies within a couple of years, which is a daunting big goal and uh, tracking good, but really it's for the purpose, less for selling a million copies, more for the purpose is getting to a million people, which we know will domino effect to millions of people. Mm-hmm which I think the world could use a little mind power right now. Yes. Yep.
0: Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you. Thank you. I've posted all of their links, links for the book, links for their social media. All the links that you need are in the show notes for you to connect with Stefan Shea. And of course, to get the book, you will not regret that book. It is, um, it is phenomenal. I cannot. Yeah, it is. It is absolutely phenomenal. You will love this book, I promise you that. So do that. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend, leave your five star review. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. So connect with me at probably Instagram, Instagram is the best place to connect with me these days at Terry Holland, I'd love to hear from you. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day and a great week.